Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome back, everyone. And today we've got the exciting task of talking about tax time. There is always a bit of excitement in the air when it comes to this time of year because so many people get very excited about how much they're going to get back from the amount of tax they have paid. And yes, it is exciting. But one of the challenges that I do notice um, around the traps is the fact that many people spend it before they even receive it. So I really want to be able to start today by issuing a little bit of a take care warning that you don't fall into that category. What happens many times is people start to dream of a tax return. Um, they dream of that check or we don't really do checks anymore now. They dream of the money appearing in their bank account and, oh, what am I going to do with it? Um, and there's lots sort of plan, lots of sorts of plans made during that period of time. So the plans are made. Unfortunately, sometimes people at that stage will commit themselves to something. So buying something. Ah, I'll put this on interest-free right now because when I get my tax return, I will pay it off then. And then when they go to see the uh, their tax agent and they organize how much they're going to be getting in a return, then they sometimes will go and spend it again, either immediately or again make a decision, forgetting the decision they already made. And then they will spend it a third time when the money actually appears in their bank account and they rationalize with, oh, well, I could probably afford that extra bit to pay off that um, interest free uh, by the time it's due. So why don't I do this? Well, the problem with that is that you've just spent money that you've actually not got yet um, and you've committed yourself to something that you couldn't normally afford or you normally had not chosen to afford. And it was only because of the promise of a return that you made that decision. So please don't do that. Wait until, sure, dream, write down what you would like to spend your tax return on. But wait until you actually get it in your bank account before you make a decision about what to do. And one of the things that I would suggest is the best use of those funds is to actually pay down some of your debt with it. If you have a mortgage, pay a huge chunk off your mortgage. It will make a difference to your term of your loan, the amount of interest you're paying. It really is quite phenomenal. I've actually done podcasts in the past of how much you actually, how much you actually save by paying uh, large amounts off. Maybe it's time I did that again. It was some time ago. But that is a very interesting exercise to have a look at how much, you know, what difference it would make by doing that. 
So don't always think of doing something new with a tax return, but rather think of paying down some existing debt because the sooner you're released from your debt, the sooner you can go on and save regularly, more than you're saving now. So that's my little bit of a soapbox there at the beginning of my warning. Let's move on to what you can actually claim for because there's lots of different things. And with many people still working from home, I thought I would spend a little bit of time on this. So look, you can claim all your work-related expenses. If that includes you traveling in the car to a client's house or between venues of your place of employment, then you can claim all, all your car expenses. And usually you keep records of that, either the logbook method or your accountant will explain the best way to keep records. But just keeping a diary of the kilometers traveled and that type of thing and what you're spending on petrol and what your registration is and what your car servicing is, all of that is good to keep very accurate records of that. Um, If you tend to wear a uniform, then clothing and laundry and dry cleaning expenses are all tax deductible. And usually a uniform means that you've got your place of employment's logo on there. That usually is the case. So check with your accountant about that one. But clothing is something there. Um, If you have to have any um, educational expenses for improving yourself, usually tax deductible, any tools that you need for your work all tax deductible. Um, And then moving on to, um, you know, other work-related deductions. So one of the things that I'm thinking is um, a lot of people still working from home might feel that they could claim things like part of their water rates or their uh, council rates or even their tea and coffee because they are working from home and no longer in their employer's office. That's not usually the case. So really check that with your accountant Um, because if you're an employee working from home, some things that an employer running a business from their home, there may be some different uh, uh, claimables there. So really check that out with your accountant and don't be surprised if some of the things you thought you might be able to claim, you can't. It's a really good idea to check that. Um, and then other things for every every everybody, not just those working from home, are things like any interest uh, that you've earned on um, any investments, you have to declare that. Any dividends that you've earned on investments, you have to declare that. But if your investments have cost you money um, or you've got a loan against your investments, you can claim the interest on those too. Of course, any gifts or donations that you make are also tax deductible, so that's great. And having somebody look after your tax affairs so your accountant can, uh, the cost of that is actually a deduction as well. What I thought I would do is just in the middle of, uh, in, in the uh, show notes, you'll find some links towards uh, the ATO calculators and tools um, and the home office expenses calculator for working from home. Um, And that really gives you a good idea of what you can actually claim. So enjoy that. I think uh, that will be really, really helpful. Um, And the other thing as well, the uh, tax offsets have been um, uh, extended to include this year as well. We claimed them last year. So again, I'll put a link in the show notes with regard to what the tax offsets actually are. But just in general, um, 
your tax offset. If you are a low to middle income earner, then you will probably be able to claim a tax offset. So if you're earning 37500 or less, you'll get the full offset of $700. If you're between $37,501 and $45,000, you'll get $700 minus five cents for every dollar above the $37,500. And if you earn between $45,001 and $66,667, you'll get $325 minus 1.5 cents for every dollar above $45,000. I know you wouldn't have caught all of that unless you press paused, but I will put a link into the show notes. If you're a middle income earner, um, uh, well, you can, sorry, a low and middle income earner, you can also... Uh, have a tax offset amount of between 255 and 1,080. So the full offset's 1,080 per year, but you might not receive that full amount, but the base amount is 255. Go on to the links that I've put into the show notes and you might be quite interested to see that you're going to get some sort of an offset. I hope you do. The other thing I thought I would bring up today is I've just been through the not-so-wonderful process of uh, decluttering one of my cupboards. Um, I don't really enjoy that at all. But one thing I came across was some old tax records in the days when I used to keep them all in boxes and envelopes from the past. And the question entered my head, how long am I supposed to keep these records for? And I actually uh, did not get a very... um, convincing answer when I googled it so it seems like tax records um, you keep about five years which I thought was seven and then in another instance it said keep your tax records and your bank statements for seven years so I'm not too sure about that one so what I would suggest that you do is that you ask your accountant how long am I supposed to be keeping these records because I'm actually taking up quite a bit of space with all these records and I would love to know when I can actually start shredding them. I would suggest that instead of just throwing them in the bin when they are out of date, that you either burn them or you shred them um, because you just do not know how safe they are by throwing them in the bin. Okay, so I hope I've given you a bit of help there. What I thought I'd do is just to finish on um, a note, about a, a quote. I was always doing quotes. Um, had a bit of a break over the last two weeks while I off, um, I answered your questions. But I thought, what better place to get a quote from a person who's doing really well financially? And that is Warren Buffett. And I was looking at the area of saving because tax returns can be a great time to be saving that money that comes into use for something special. Or as I said before, using it as uh, to offset some debt. So get rid of some debt. So he said, do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. And I think there's some wise words there. So let's have a look at that. Let's not always be spending everything that we get, but let's be saving first and then spending later. And to be honest with you, you know, I find that when my clients do that, when we write a budget and we look at, um, in theory, how much can a person save from that month? And we actually plan to save that. And as soon as they get paid their wages, they put that money away. They have noticed, as I have noticed, that if you do that straight away, as soon as you get saved, you're more likely to save it instead of instead of waiting until the end and running out of money. 
So I hope that's a good tip for you. All the best with your tax returns and I will chat to you next week.